Are you ready for us to agree on something? I am. Are you sure you're ready for this? I'm I'm definitely ready for it, Lee. I'm looking forward to it. I agree with your choice in 11th. You do? Because they're another team that Todd Payton's first year, they finished outside the eight. Second year, they did really well. Yeah, Last year, they finished outside the eight again. So they're yo-yoing. Mm. And I think that they're a bit more when, when when teams yo-yo, it means they either overachieved or they underachieved. And I'm going with the overachieved in 2022 theory. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, well, we'll let you know who that side is now. It's the Cowboys. If you didn't pick that up before, uh, we both got them at 11th. There we go. Uh, that's nice to agree with you uh, for once, Lee. It's very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the Cowboys for me, um, I think they do their footy improves. But with how, and we literally just talked about this, with how even ninth to 17th is going to be, I see them at 11th. I see them at 11th, even though I think that Scott Drinkwater is going to have a massive year next year. Him and Tom Deard in that combination down the left-hand side of their attack is deadly. And the fact that Dearden's now decided to, um, you know, up his running game a little bit more compared to when he was at Brisbane, and especially when he debuted, he was way more of a controlling kicking um, halfback. Whereas now he's a running five, eight and he's very good at what he does. Um, and I'm, I think, I'm a very big Dearden fan. Hmm. And I think that as well, um, that has allowed Chad Townsend to take charge of this side a little bit more as well as the, I guess the controlling halfback to steer the ship. And then again, it, you, it, you flip it back, it frees up Dearden and Scott Drinkwater. Scott Drinkwater plays like a second 5'8 as well. And down that left-hand side with Valentine Holmes, who gets 250 metres per game, even when he's not heavily involved, um, it is going to be a pretty decent year. I think, though, the only thing that separates them from the top eight for me is the fact that they're losing five forwards next year from their rotation, which Mm. really hurts their depth. Um, and that's what puts them in 11th for me. I think that it's really going to hurt them, the amount of forwards they're losing. Um, and the fact that Peter Hickey has gone, Zach Laybutt does come in, but Valentine Holmes is suspended for the first, I think, two games of the season as well, depending on if he takes the suspension in the World Cup. Um, that's going to hurt them a little bit, and I think it's going to be a rough start. But I do think um, that they are going to be in and around 11th, and I think it's going to be very close. Um, what are your thoughts on Cowboys 11th? Why have you got them there? Basically for the reasons I said in terms of... Uh, do you remember Todd Payton came in as a bit of a change agent? Do yeah. you remember he made Jason Tamalolo sit out for a while and whatnot? <laughs> well, he was sort of vindicated last year in doing that. But then this year, they've completely missed out. And Gus Gould keeps saying, Cowboys can win the comp, Cowboys can win the comp. He kept saying that. He also said the Tigers were a real good side and they're going to come good. But they didn't. (laughs) And neither did the Cowboys. And there's reasons for that. And people quite often look at the attack and what the attacking formations are and the combinations and everything. But defending the football and staying in a game for so long is important as well. And there's just something missing at the Cowboys. But you got to remember, when we're getting into this ninth, 10th, 11th uh, territory, 
They might miss out on the eight by points difference, one point, two points. So, you know, put somebody in eighth and all of a sudden they've had a great season. Hmm. Put them in ninth and they failed. So, you know, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to have a bad season. They're going to have close to a winning season, but I just, I just think that there's a lot more to fix there than than is than is apparent. Um, I look at I look back at the successful Cowboys side, and people, you know, focus quite rightly on Jonathan Thurston's role. But Matt Scott, one of the best front rowers ever to play the game, and have they replaced him at the Cowboys? I would argue they haven't. Um, to me, Matt Scott was up there with Webke and players like that. He was really, really, really good. One of my favourite players of the last 30 years, Matt Scott. And he was a real reason why they got to those couple of grand finals. Michael Morgan, did they ever replace him? You know? JT, how do you replace JT? So, um, yeah, definitely coming back to the pack, that's for sure. I, I think as well, um, that Ruben Cotter is now my 13. I don't think that he is in the front row anymore. I think that Jason Tamalolo is going to be a rotation front rower going into next year as well. I'd much prefer him as a rotation front rower, particularly with how this side's coming together. I think that it suits the team a little bit more as well. Um, but Ruben Cotter, just the the ball playing and the amount of layers that he has in his game, I think he suits the 13 more, especially in today's day and age where we see you know, smaller past halves that have mm. big builds playing in the 13 jersey and it's working really well, just those ball playing 13s. I think he could kill it at that role. I really do. So I think that he'll probably transition into the lock forward role next year. And I do think that Jason Taumalolo uh, would do a great job uh, more so as a front rower than a lock forward playing 60 to 80 minutes of football, getting hammered. Um, I think that, I think that it could suit Jason Taumalolo's game a little bit more as well, but um, 11th is where we see the Cowboys going. Uh, I'm glad we can agree. Are we going to have another miracle here, Lee? Are you going to agree with me again on where, who I have at 10th, or are you going in another direction? Calm down, Wes. We're not going to agree too much. In 10th, the Knights. Oh, big call, Lee. Big call. People are getting carried away. People are getting carried away about the Knights. How many games did they put together at the end of the year? Seven? I think they looked good after Origin, after KP came back. I thought they were... Don't true. disagree. Don't disagree. But what's going to happen next year with KP? They fall back again. Good. But he'll, he'll also be in the Origin mix. And he does get injured. And am I right in thinking one of the Safiti boys is gone or going? I think Daniel... There was rumours, Daniel... Well, I, I don't read into that too much, but there are rumours that Daniel may be potentially, but again, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's a hundred rumours that come out. You can't pinpoint one, I guess, and say that's true, that's not. We'll have to wait and see. My you know, my disclaimer now, now we're in this territory, is 10th could also finish 6th. Yeah. 7th. You know, there's... That's how close it all is after the top four, basically. But yeah, I... You know, whenever you look at a team that makes a late run, or a team that makes a grand final one year and doesn't the year after and finishes ninth or the prelim and outside the eight, 
you've got to hedge your bets one way or the other. There's not that many teams who yo-yo constantly. A lot of teams yo-yo for a bit and then continue to drop. And they yo-yo because they don't have the mental resilience to stay at the top. Yeah. And I still think the Knights have still got those issues. Um, what they did at the end of this year was brilliant. And... But at the same time, I don't think they're sitting here and building a competition-winning system there either. Mm. You know, neither of us have got them winning the title, have we? I mean, the top the top four tend to one of the top four tends to win the title. So, you know, the next progression, the natural progression for finishing the eight, will be to finish in the four, and neither of us have got that. Um, it's not that long ago they were talking about finding other coaches instead of Adam O'Brien. Yeah, I know. That's right. Like we were talking about that the last time we had a conversation too. We were talking about that uh, at the start of last year or at the back end of last uh, two years ago. Like we were talking about the same thing. So, and uh, they met. They met with other coaches. Hmm. They met with other coaches, and now he's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, come on, hang on. Which one is it? You know. So. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I just think the Knights are going to come back to the pack a bit. Yeah, look, again, very, very interesting to see where they end up. I've got them a little bit higher, but we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later when we get to it. I've got the Sharks in 10th. I, I thought that in stages this season, it, it almost felt like Nico Hines and Blake Braley versus the world a little bit, especially during that period where Will Kennedy was sitting out, obviously due to injury. It just felt like when in the big moments when they needed more than one player to come in and, 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 you know, change the game, it always fell on just Nico Hines. Blake Braley was a big help as well, though. At nine, I thought that he had a terrific season in terms of how nines were going this year. I think that he was in the top three for nines this year as well, um, just with how he was playing and how um, the side looked when they were on. But it did feel like in some big games, especially during uh, games against top eight sides, when they needed more than one player to stand up, it just felt like it was Nico Hines versus the world. Now, they haven't got too many guys. In fact, they haven't got any guys coming in in terms of guys that are new going into next season, which, again, uh, concerns me a little bit as well. But I just feel like it's going to be the same again. And again, I don't know who the six is next year because I can't confidently say that it's going to be Matt Moylan because I thought that Braden Trindle ended the year really well. And it almost was like um, Braden Trindle freed up Nico Hines to play his footy. So I guess another thing to say about the Sharks is that I would have Trindle at seven and Hines at six going into next I don't disagree with that. And, you know, for the same reasons I've been saying the other things, Sharks have actually consistently made the top eight now the last two years. I'd only dropped a little bit, but... On their day, they were one of the best sides in this competition. They could rattle up the points. They pushed, they put some teams away really well. What they did, though, this year was a slightly soft underbelly at times. If this was their bad year and the previous year was their good year, if their bad was only sixth or whatever it was, seventh, that's not too far down, is it? 
the Eels had a bad year, they were down in ninth. The Cowboys had a bad year, they were tenth or whatever it was. Mm. If the Sharks had a slightly worse year and it was and they were still in the eight, that's not a bad place to yo-yo to, is it? Yeah, no, it's not at all. I just think so, that it's, I don't. I just again, and this is a result of the comp evening out a lot more. I think that the fact that the Sharks really struggled a lot to get it done against top eight sides last year, particularly at the midpoint of the season, I think that's going to be the difference maker. And I think that with the comp evening out even more, uh, teams coming out with outstanding signings and the Sharks sort of staying in the same boat, it's it's hard when other teams improve and one team stays in the same boat for them to have the same year. So I think that for me, the Sharks are going to be 10th. Um, and unless they have a terrific year and they start doing really well and playing good footy against those top eight sides, it's going to be hard for me to move them from 10th to in the, into the top eight. Um, You'll never guess where I'm putting them. No, I, I, we'll find out. We'll find it in a sec. Don't, no more spoilers, please, Lee. We've had enough spoilers today. <laughs> enough spoilers today. Um, who do you have in your, do you still have the Dolphins in ninth position? Yep. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yep. And do you still have the Titans in eighth position? Yep. I'm fine with those. Yep. All right. So my ninth um, is the Parramatta Reels. And we sort of discussed this at nauseam before um, the fact that if Gutho, Moses and Brown play a consistent year of footy together, not only that, but a few guys we haven't mentioned yet, uh, Bryce Cartwright going from, we don't know where this guy's going to be next year to probably one of the better back rowers in form in 2023, along with Ruan Madison playing some very good football as well, whether that be at 13 in the back row or on the bench, played some very good football. And Jermaine Hopgood in the games where Parramatta were playing good football was fantastic. Um, so I, I think the Eels do improve a little bit, but I don't think they make the eight. I think they miss out. Um, and yeah, look, I mean, it, they could be anywhere from ninth to seventh for me, but I think that, um, at the, at the back end of the season and, and with the inconsistency that they're playing with, uh, most years, I think that's the one thing that's going to let them down when in their top eight race. What are your thoughts on Eels at ninth? I had them in 14th. So, I mean, either way, they're missing the eight, hmm. I think. Again, I've gone from the theory of, well, are they a yo or are they a yo in the yo-yo, you know? And I think they're in a bit of free fall. And like I said, I think Brad, Brad Arthur won't see out the year. He's done a long time there, so I wonder if some of his methods are wearing thin. I wonder if he's uh, revamped things enough, because revamping could mean changing staff and whatnot. I think he's done all right with the Eels, I really do, over the years, but I just think his time might be coming to an end. Again, massive, massive call as well. And I don't think it's that that stage yet. Um, but I don't think they're a top eight side yet. Um as well. So No, neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that I think that they're gonna be in that ninth position. Well.